0: Hey Jim Sir This is Michelangelo I'm going to see you tomorrow In El Paso uh, For a comedy show Before you do Metallica I wanted to say thank you Did your book change my life Um, Your podcast changed my life Being a Patreon Patreon Whatever That changed my life Um, The book though Bro You need to write another one Another phase Another level Have a good day I appreciate you. Here where we need you. Here where we need you. I've teased him a lot because we got him on the spot. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. You miss me? Welcome <laughs> back. All right. I haven't done a uh, podcast in a long time. Alright now I'm sitting on my back deck. It's a beautiful, beautiful night and um i'm alone d and uh, my youngest one is off to the movies to see uh one of the new i don't know one of those movies one of those action movies i i'm not a big action guy i like sometimes i am but the uh the marvel things it's i feel like there's been 10,000 marvel movies in the last two years like I'm, I'm done I'm tapped out I'm tapped out and it's just it's like I get it I get it it's a bad guy and you're a good guy and everyone's got powers and a good guy almost loses he almost dies and then uh, miraculously something saves him at the end or saves her at the end it's just go get him tiger let me catch you up and um, bring you to speed and I apologize for not podcasting for a long time Uh, A couple times, Dee would come out here with me, and we would do a couple, and um, around the holidays, I would love to, uh, it was very stressful during the holidays, I was touring with Metallica, it was, uh, we'll get into that eventually, I have to say that that was the greatest gig I ever had in my entire lifetime, on so many levels on so many levels forget for, forget career stuff to be around a group like that the people that work for them the fans that come to see them it was the most comfortable environment I've ever been in my entire lifetime and I truly mean that I mean I've been on shows and all that stuff in the past. I, I, Doing stand-up is amazing. I can honestly say with all my heart, being out with Metallica, that was the most comfortable I've ever been in my entire life. I feel like I grew as a human being on there. I really, really do. I mean, I... My confidence... And who I am as a person. My confidence is who I am as a comedian. Um, my confidence in talking very openly how I feel about life and spirituality and, and all that jazz. All that. And I must say, I think I... Not I think, I know. I owe it to that tour. I mean, it, it was it was already there. But the life lessons from that, the people that I met, the journeys of the people that I met, have been just, some of them are life-changing, most of them are extremely inspiring, so inspiring. And uh, I met new friends, and I have to say, the new friends have lifted me up so high on many levels, and I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but, there's a lot to catch up on. I haven't talked to you in a long time. So, I apologize for that. Now, why did you wait so long? How come the last one was in December, Jim? I keep getting, when's the new podcast coming out? Why haven't you done a new one? What's going on? I'm not going to lie to you. I'd love to pretend and try to make something up. But the reason why I do this podcast is because I want to be as real and honest as I can on this outlet so you so you can relate better Now if you're just tuning in for the first time You're not getting Jim Brewer The, the stage comedian <laughs> You're getting the the person So if you, you're Listening just to be funny Sometimes I try to be funny but I, I don't This is more conversation I want to get to know you You get to know me Because there's nothing that I I feel more comfortable About than when I go to a show And after the show Someone goes I really like I really like your podcast, Jim. It's a great. I, it means a lot to because now I know I'm. They're one of the people that would sit with me on my back deck and just talk all night, and that's to me that that's more important than anything else. You need to. That's how you communicate. So, D and I, my wife and I, going on. I guess twenty-six years of marriage this August. That's insane to even say. I don't feel I'm old enough to say I've been married twenty-six years. That's crazy. We've had an insane journey. Insane. For the minute I saw D back in I'm gonna say it was ninety-two. January ninety two. I knew her as a friend. But that's all I knew her as. Just a friend. Wasn't anyone I would want to date. And then... I came up to Long Island. Where I grew up. Just so I can... Does, do you guys hear the tree frogs in the background? How sick does that sound? I don't know if you can hear that. It sounds sick. Um... So, the minute I knew, I just knew I was gonna. I knew I was gonna marry her. For the minute I, from the minute I met her, I knew I was gonna marry her. And so we've had a good. You know, we started with nothing. We lived in someone's attic. And so I have to clarify what attic means. If you're from Long Island, you know what that means. It's the upstairs apartment. Uh, my publicist Amy was like did, doing an article, and she's like, "Didn't you grow up? Like, didn't you guys live in an attic? Like, what was that like? Did you?" I went, "No, no, no. Let me." Let me clarify It wasn't like an attic, attic. It had furniture it was, it was an apartment But it's the upstairs And a lot of times there's no air conditioning And sometimes Sometimes no heat But that's what I mean when I say attic And We had I'm going to say our first 10 years were Electric And when I say electric Everything good from bad exploded into a limelight we lived with nothing nothing Um, and we always were adventurers always were adventurers and she was always always there for the ride I told her from the beginning listen not a lot of people are going to understand the journey I'm going on and I understand if you don't want to go when something tells me it's going to be really awesome if you want to go on this ride. And I can't say I know what's down the... T- I, I have no clue what I'm walking into. And her being the nutball she is, she jumped on the train. We had, a, we had a lot of resistance. A lot of resistance. Not from my friends. My close friends always support me with everything I do. And they question, are you sure, Jim? Absolutely and we were off to the races, and then, yeah. And Sunday Live and blah, blah, and all that. So what I'm getting at is, I'm going to say the first 10 years, we, up to 2003, we fought a lot. And the fights were insane. And I couldn't stand them. I was confused by them. I was frustrated by them. I'm sure D was too. But we fought so much. Because, you, and as I tell people, If you haven't lived together, and let's say I know someone that just got married a couple months ago. And you have to remember, up until you get married, let's say you start living together. Let's say you live together for two years. Still, you grew up a lifetime with certain habits that you're used to every single day. What time you wake up, you get up, this is the way you, you, you walk and you drop your deuce at this time and you drink your tea at this time and you, and, you, and you like making phone calls at this time, whatever it is. And then you have someone else that has all these different habits too for years and, and now you mix the two worlds together. There's going to be a lot of battles, a lot of egos, a lot of, a lot of claiming territories, a lot of setting boundaries and it's not the easiest thing in the world had, Karen? I was dependent on that. Why did you do that? It really isn't. You can get through those years. I'm telling you. I feel it gets a lot easier. And we get, you know, we had kids. The kids were amazing times for me. Amazing times. It goes so fast. You know how everyone says it goes really fast. I can't even explain to you how fast it goes. If you've got a little child, you got three-year-old, five-year-old, up until 10. Watch every moment of their life grow. Do yourself a favor. Sacrifice that extra paycheck. Sacrifice the amount of a Saturday or Sunday or overtime. Sacrifice that because... Once they hit 12, 13, it's just, it's it. It's like 13, prom, college, boom, God, you're 30 years old and you're in an apartment and you see them once in a while. It's, it's wild. It's unexplainable. People ask me, would you change anything? I thought about that today. Would I have have changed? I think what I would have done is spent more time. If I can change things, I would spend more time with my oldest daughter once she went to school and I would have allowed her to pick her choices rather than trying to push her towards a certain direction. I think that's the only time I would say, eh, if I had to change something, maybe I, would, I think I would change that one. Picking schools or whatever. Um, all right, I'm, I'm all over the place, but I am getting somewhere. I promise you that. Isn't that what I do, though? I even do that in the shows. I start a story, and then we take... Left turn or right turn. We uh, go downstairs, upstairs, we get on a, in a car. We go around the raceway a couple times. We come back and they go, oh, yeah, let's get back to the story. So that's that's what I'm doing now, and I apologize. I have a lot of catching up to do. So, up, uh, someone's car alarm just went off. I hear a dog in the distance barking. I love these nights. I love this. This is why I have a deck in the woods, and now there's a car alarm going nuts, so killing the whole mood. I can be in the, I can be in the city for this noise, anyway. Um, so this past December, doing a Metallica tour and all that jazz, and some of the podcasts I have with D, we would come out here on the deck and be at the edge of the deck, and it was just such a great time. So, the holidays came. Stress always comes with the holidays. The amount of money we spend our biggest stre- uh, stress is often finances I do very well I, I love to pretend I don't I do very well uh, when I was a kid growing up I do think I, w- I in my head I visualized I would do a million times better which is absurd like I, I clearly saw helicopter landings and private plane in my backyard like that that's how nuts I would daydream and I pretty much, I have beyond everything I ever needed. And I live extremely comfortable. Uh, I'm also a guy that I can't stand any debt. And what I mean by that is, I, I, can't, I, just, I can't wait for the house to be paid off. We Don't want the house yet. Pay, I'm done with it. I don't want to ever pay another check for this stupid house. I mean, it's a great house. I shouldn't say that cars pay the car off do we own the car do we are releasing the car i don't want to can't stamp bills I'm tired of bills so we made you know we did some stuff with our house it's beautiful it's stunning it's life changing but i was a little stressed with what was i also had a year where i i was kind of regrouping i was hiring Like, I did okay, but I also had a lot of time off. And not only did I have a lot of time off, I was creating a lot of things, a lot of ideas. And I was also hiring teams. I was hiring uh, new management. I was getting a production team. I was going, uh, someone who films all the time, someone who edits all the time, uh, a digital marketing team, which these are all huge overheads, huge. And so during that time, We also were building in the back, and then our septic went. Good God. Brand new septic, brand new field. Had to cut down a bunch of trees. Good God. What's that smell? That smell, Bob, is our shit. Fonker flushed the toilet in the den, so the septic tank is overflowing. That's what I tell everyone when you get married. You know what the best advice to use? Have, oh, no money. Always, oh, no. If you own something, always have some. Oh no, money tucked somewhere, and then it won't be so bad. The car needs new tires. Let's dip into the oh no account. Oh, you got a leaky roof. Oh no, it's okay. You dipped away. You you put away the oh no account. Stuff like that. I was tapped out of the oh no account, and we dipped into. Uh, do you mind if we? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't need to tell you this. So there was a little bit of stress of that. I knew before I went out with Metallica, I, I, I turned to Dee. I'm like, D are you sure you're ready for this? She said, absolutely. This could not have been a better time. But December came. The holidays are coming. Dee's uh, asking, what kind, and I was like, listen, we're not buying for everyone anymore. That's that's insane. It's just There's no need for it. So I'm putting budgets on. We don't, we don't go over this number. This is the way it's going. Down. So you know, she's dealing with the stress of buying things on her own because I hate doing that. Think of all the presents you get every year. Christmas and birthdays. and all. How many times in your entire lifetime? Think about your entire lifetime. How many times can you honestly say, I remember getting that gift. That was the greatest ever. Surely everyone has that. So my question is to you, how many times can you right off the top of your head say, oh God, at least 15, at least eight, at least six, best Christmas ever, best birthday ever, at at least nine, I guarantee you, it's not. You know why? Because it's such a, you just buying stuff because you have to buy stuff. Isn't it better just to write a letter or say what you think of the person or give one little thing that doesn't even cost a lot of money but it's the most empowering, beautiful thing? like a moment in time together that you capture and you gave it to me, either you framed it or something like that. Those things go a long way. We did a, uh, when I was out in Metallica tour, I did a, <clears throat> a talent show for the crew. and It was such a great time. And one of the guys, this guy, Sean, one of the most creative people I've ever seen in my life. He ran, he was part of the whole museum for the Metallica Museum on tour and his bus was voted the most talented people and he I think it was the next run he's like hey man just you know this is for you open up this huge it's a gorgeous painting it was a painting of me like being in a rock pose and he's like man it's just my thank you for just thank you I'm going to remember that the rest of my life. I was blown out of my way that this guy took the time just for a thank you. That's an, it was nuts. It was nuts. So the holidays, I get cranky and you really got to think about who we're really buying for. Why are we buying? Um, and D was stressed. Many levels and she goes to get her once a month in Philadelphia she gets her blood and she she just came back and christmas time we also had a huge blowout huge blowout and i can honestly say it was the worst argument d and i had in at least at least Ten years, at least, uh, has to be more. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say fourteen years. We've been absolutely kicking ass, hard ass, fourteen years, easily. Perfect harmony. We may not agree, but it's no. You know, not talking to you for three days, competent attitude, fighting all day and night. What's the matter? Nothing. Remember it's, I, th- that would drive me nuts. What's that? Nothing. Drives, just can we talk about this? 14 years. Clear of all that. That's, that's a ridiculous run. So we had a blowout. And it was, it was not good. It hurt so bad. It was so confusing. I I haven't felt that way in 14 years. I felt like pure evil was fucking with us. Pardon my language. And the the worst part about it is I came off of the Metallica tour on the biggest spiritual high I've had in years. I was I was soaring. I was flying. We were feeding homeless. There was a person on that crew that would just we'd, we'd have co- you know we'd have coffee, a couple, and we'd talk. We go far out there, God, and then some, and helping the world and people and plans to, to just touch lives. It was amazing. Amazing. I felt like I was part of a Star Wars movie. They had to separate Skywalker and Princess Leia and you had no clue like they were connected. I don't think they even knew that, they would even know they were connected. That's some of the, the highs that I was on just from that tour, just from meeting new people and lifting me up an inspiration that everyone gave each other it was awesome but when d and i had a blowout it i came down so i i smashed into a rock and tree and i felt like i went to a complete coma I was in a complete coma and neither one of us can get out of it. And then not only that, but during that time, and we, we fought hard to get out of it. We tried to we'd have big smiles on our face through Christmas and all that. And then uh, she goes to Philadelphia and it was the first time, first time, since she's been on a trial, since she's been diagnosed with stage four cancer And you're not going to make it through the end of the year. It's the first time, even after the trial, for two straight years, over two straight years. Wow, the tumors are shrinking. Some of them are disappearing. They're still shrinking, month after month. People say she looks amazing. I said it's the best she's ever looked in her life. She looks hot. She's hot as, she's hot. These. My wife is hot. She's smoking. She's gorgeous. She's sexy. She's beautiful. She's deep. She's funny. And she's my best friend. But our our battle sucked. And every month we'd get a report says still kicking ass. And we know that we know that's the way it is. But we don't live life any other way. That's unfair to life. It's unfair to us. It's unfair to our children. It's unfair to everyone who watches us. We live by example. Let people, we're supposed to learn from each other. So whatever you got going on in the world, we walk around going, yeah, this could be our last day. This could be our last month. This could be our last season. I think if more people looked at life that way, You might enjoy life a little better. You won't watch the news as much. You won't get caught up in politics as much. And you'll really start concentrating on your life and everyone around you more. You'd put your phone down more perhaps. You'd get out of the whole cyber world a lot more. Sit in your yard. Talk to your neighbor. Study each other. Talk to each other. If you live that mentality. I feel like life is going the opposite direction. People getting Botox. They're doing everything they can to make their face not look the age they are to realize, yo, I'm not getting older. You're getting old. It's life. That's what life is. Does someone teach you it's something completely different? Are you delusional? Are we all delusional? Life is beautiful if you just sit and take it in Take it in day by day. That's the greatest thing that this cancer has given us. I can honestly say that. But during the holidays, it was the first time where the report was, huh, this report went in the opposite direction. So not only are we in... A funk. We had a blowout. But now for the first time ever, the reports are not positive. And it put everything in check. And it made things worse as far as well, is this the beginning of here we go. Start 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 prepping. I knew not to. We knew not to. Like you gotta wait. Let's wait for the next report and the next report. Before we start going, oh wow, where's this going? Is this it? Is this the beginning of the end? Is this the beginning of the end? And if it is, let's get the battleships ready. Let's put a game plan. Let's enjoy every day. Let's put the whole world on hold. Maybe we can inspire people. Let's 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 go. We've been killing it from day one. This is not gonna stop us. And uh, I think it was early January. We went alone. We went to New York City alone together and we talked for hours. A well needed talk. And I let, and Devented to me. So I feel about this. So I feel about that. So I feel when you do this and feel when you do that. You hurt me when you, when you did this and you said that and you don't do this. cried me too I said well I'm telling you I feel this way and I know you feel that way and we just would not meet we 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 completely disagreed I'm sorry I hurt you it hurt me hurt me to go through that hurt me to to be on a spiritual high and get slapped down so hard it felt it I know I I'd feel terrible about this and I feel just as awful, but I have these emotions too. We have two different emotions here. And neither one of us are budging and I don't wanna live like this. So let's let's continue to uh finish this. And uh <clears throat> we I thought we did a pretty kick ass job and we did good and then we actually said, so let's start the podcast up together and tell everyone what happened. And <laughs> I can lie to you. That was uh, like the third week in January and the explosion went right back. So clearly neither one of us were healed and neither one of us were, were truly settled with the issue. She was looking left. I was looking right. There was just no way. It's like, hey, listen, I know it was said. You know it was said. You feel this was said. I feel that I'm telling um, whatever. We're on opposite ends again, and we blew up, and it was ugly. Like clearly, we can't podcast yet. That is not gonna. It's just, it's not gonna work right now. I said, you know what? I'll start up one, and I went on the Metallica tour, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd, I'd constantly, I, I lost my, I lost my. Uh, my motivation I lost uh, I struggled for a little bit you wouldn't know that watching me on tour or watching me life on the road and, and watching that but I was I was a little empty inside I had a little rough empty side when I go to my shows were my saving grace I'd bring so much passion to the shows and but that was when it's when there's not about the when the bounce is not going at home it really it affects me extremely hard and I'm and I'm I would do my best to get through it all so I'm just catching you up on why I haven't been around and then we I wanna, and then towards the end of the tour I got really sick and uh, I mean, we're talking March now, and every week I would try to. I just didn't have the motivation. I don't want to talk for the sake of talking. I want to talk to you when you're ready to listen, when uh, I'm ready to talk and just be open. And I'm open now, and I want to talk, and I want to get this going again. I won't leave you hanging. I feel like there's so much going on in life. And then we had another, we, we were kicking ass again. D and I, we figured out our differences we figured them out I can hear something walking in the woods by the way I hear like branches breaking um, I'm assuming it's deer and not a bear but uh, so we finished our differences and then we went away again and then uh that wasn't the easiest thing went on vacation and by that was not that was not easy either. It was such an awesome place to go to for the most part. I had nothing but amazing memories great time. We were in Aruba, but we had some difficulties there and extremely long talks there and then we came home and then um we had another one about a week or two ago. And so it's been it's been uh, something I haven't seen in a long time, 14, 15 years. And I know there can be a lot going into it, and I'm trying really hard. I pray, I sit on my deck, I put on Indian flute music, I talk to God, I'm like, what do you listen? I just want to touch someone's life. To, I wanna do the right thing. Tell me what to say. Tell me what to do. How can I make my life better? How do I make her life better? How does this bleed into my kids? Tell me who I should talk to. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing that a lot. And we've probably battled and been off balance, D and I, more times in the last December, January, February, March, April, in the last five months. Than and I'm not exaggerating. Than in the last fourteen plus years, it's not like you know we're not leaving each other. Don't get crazy here. I'm just saying. I also want to you know I want to be honest because a lot of you're like, hey, maybe the marriage warriors. We are man. I fight to the death for it. I know some people that was having marriage problems, and I know younger couples just getting married and they're not sure. It's, I love. Helping marriages I love letting people know you' a, you're a warrior when you last that long with each other when you help each other out you're warriors you're life warriors that's what it doesn't matter how much money you're making and, and where you've been and all this jazz and how much stuff you buy when you two are together and you just work things out for years and you fight and you battle and you work more things out you guys are freaking warriors. D and I are warriors. And warriors sometimes... They need readjustments. We work it out. And we talk it out. And we... It's just, you know what it is? This... The, the times for it to mend... Have taken the longest... Than they have... For at least 14 years. They're taking extremely long. I mean... Here I am on my back deck. I'm alone right now. Kelsey's with her, uh... new boyfriend, and... Dory's with D at a movie. Gabrielle's at school. College. I got me and the cat, and we're sitting on the back deck. Beautiful night. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, that's rude. So... I just want to catch up. That's been going on. And I will say this. So the next report from Philadelphia, D comes home and she says, yeah, no, they didn't have the report. So what do you mean? What, what do you mean? Why? They're going to email it. And then a week later, I said, where's the email? Oh, I don't. We said they're going to send it, and I was convinced she was hiding it from me. She's hiding it. And she's not going to tell me this is the beginning of the end. And people were asking me, hey, what's going on? I said, I think, I, th- I, th- I don't know. I don't know. She seems like she's telling the truth, but I just don't know. And I should just ask, is that really the truth? She's like, yeah, this is what they said. But I also know, um, you know, there was a time where D started doing the whole backyard and the new deck and interior and everything. She was doing the whole freaking house. And I was stressing out because it was costing a lot of money. And one of her friends told me, he said, Listen, Jim, she wants everything done for you. And she's prepping, something goes down. I'm like, what? Well, then I can't enjoy this because she won't be here. I'll be sitting here, I'm just walking around going, yeah, this is just building off of me. So now, I'm, now she's left. Like, what? So I get it and I got it. And I will say this I have the most awesome freaking backyard ever, ever. I'm in love with my back deck. I'm in love with my yard. But what I need now is... Pe- I, I need to share it. I need to share it with people. doesn't matter what I have. I need to share it. And I'm waiting for this next report to come. And this week, she was in Philly. We get the report. And it's... They said, we're so sorry we didn't give you the last report. But um, both both reports only December was a weird one after that we're right she's right back on track tumors disappearing tumors shrinking so all is good so now that I know I'm that's in a good direction I can my my spirit's a little higher it already was high today was a beautiful day I rode my bike around all day I felt like I was eight years old I called a friend I said hey are you home can we play a little baseball today? I want to pitch to you. You hit some ball. You pitched to me. I hit some hard balls. Can we do that? I did that. I felt, God, I loved it. It was outside all day. I'm still outside. So everything's finding the order. I keep asking the world to help and just point me in the right direction. And hopefully I'm in the, we're all in the right direction. So I apologize it's taken so long. But now that we sat down and had a very intimate conversation about my last few months, I hope now we can kind of move on and tell you some other things that are a little cooler and more fun. Is that cool with you? Yeah! Here's the phone number real quick for you to leave a message. 917 962 917-962-0650. Love to hear from you. Call Jim Brewer. Get on the phone. Let's go. So, if you haven't heard, and if you don't know, if you go on my website, officialjimbrewer.com, or on my Facebook page, or on my Instagram page, most likely, or an iTunes, you, you will see I have a new comedy album. You download it anywhere and everywhere. It's called Jimber Alive in Portland. Now, if you want to know the true story of this, some people think you plan out. This was the most organic, unplanned project that happened, that's out there for the world to listen to and people are loving it. I, I'm completely excited and I just can't believe how well it's doing. I can't believe how well it's doing. So it seems like for some reason a word of mouth. Today, I was riding on my bicycle my hand of God and some guy's beeping at me, beeping. I'm thinking, all right, recognize me, or whatever. And he comes, he comes right, he makes a left turn. I keep going straight and he opens the window and he goes, I love your comedy album. I said, thanks. I went in town today in Coffees Maria shop and when I walked in there, there were two people said, you, you know, you Jim Brewer? I go, yeah. They went, I've been listening to your comedy album for the last three days. I never left, so it's the greatest. That's all I listen to. I went, really? Because yes, it's a mad download. I love it. so Really? And not that I don't have confidence in myself. It's more of how it went down. You know, I'm out there touring with Metallica, and I haven't—I wasn't able to do a lot of comedy shows during that. And at the time, this, this, this young woman, Sarah, was all about feeding the homeless, and me, her, and Joe Sib were on the phone. And we were talking about going to Portland, and Portland be a great place to feed the homeless. And, you know, she went and said, all up, and all this jazz, and... And then we talked about, hey, are you doing a comedy class? So maybe I can book a comedy club. And I think Joe Sib suggested, I don't know. So maybe we can book a comedy club. I said, no, Helium's there. It's a Tuesday night. And hey, should we do a food drive? You bring cans of food. And you can give them merchandise or something. All right, let's, let's do that. So we go on the radio, publicize it all day. things sold out. It was great. We go feed the homeless. It's freezing. Now we have the show, and I film every show, and I record every show on my phone for my own notes and for social media and stuff. And that night, uh, my manager's son, who's been torn with me, and he films everything, he goes, I audio tape tonight for you. And anyway, I went, I, I was actually confused. So what do you, what do you mean? Because like I, I, It's like professionally... I used a whole bunch of tracks. And my initial reaction was, okay, well, uh, you know, what am I doing? Okay, well, why would, why would I need that? That's honestly my first reaction. I'm not even kidding you. And so, then I started talking to Magic. He said, this is, you gotta listen to this. Have you heard, it sounds amazing. I said, does it sound amazing or is it funny? He goes, it's really funny. I said, isn't it really funny you're just saying that? Cause you're normally not a guy that needs to just say that. Cause no, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal comedy album. Like I'm so hopped up on this. I'm finna out papers. I want this nominated for things. I'm like, what? I truly think that's what's gonna happen with this. You go you go in places on this comedy album that I haven't heard comedians go in a very long time. Most people out today don't go there, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I started thinking, what? Did, what did I say in Portland? Like, what was I? What was I doing? And so wh- while this was going on, I'm I'm trying to figure out what I what I did. And I'm going on my set, and, and I remember talking. I said, What did I? The hell did I do that night? And I remember Sarah going, Well, you did the you did something with Metallica where you. You talked about them being zoo animals, certain zoo animals. I went, oh my god, I don't remember. That's right. And I, if I, I never used that material again. I came up with it that night, and that's the last time I used it. I improv a lot of times. I improv, and it just it's gone forever. But now I have everything, so I film everything. And so, I said, oh my god, you're right. And then it was, hey, you talked about your father dying in your arms, and. The whole story about the cardinal, and it was it was really moving, touching. It was it was funny. That's a critic. Some critic talked to me last week, talking about how amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. All the th- great things that have happened for me, completely unplanned, not trying to do anything, not trying to make money, not chasing vanity, just happened organically. And every single one has touched people's lives. I'm not kidding you. I don't want to sound all preachy. I'm just being dead honest. I go back to the the one with my father who I knew it was going to be his last tour. I knew he was going to live much longer. But I toured with him so many times. And he was always the greatest person to have around he was so funny he was a star everywhere he went but I had never had it filmed so I said we gotta film this and it was for my father and I originally it was just for stuff to put on the internet and then someone said this is a movie this is this is an inspiring deep emotional funny heart wrenching movie and, he, and I said you're crazy and he showed it to me and I I was so moved. If you still haven't seen it, it's... I want you to see it just because it can help you. It can change your life. It's called more than me, more than me. It's more than just the dad being funny and the dad's, we get deep in it. It's, you talking about relationships with your elders as you get older and how you look at them as they get old. And that thing was amazing and that was unplanned. This was completely unplanned. We were feeding homeless people. Something I never did before. I started doing food drives. And it's just... I don't know. I'm beside myself on... Like, hey, the album's number one in comedy. What? So who's... You know, who's, you know clearly is no one has an album out there. Like, no, man, Gaffigan's out there and... Like, Gaffigan is brilliant. Brilliant. Like, yeah, this is out there. My God, that person's brilliant. It's still, well, that's because it's new. Like, no, it's been a week and a half. Really? So, thank you. I personally thank all of you. Because I know most of you, if not all of you, I've listened to it. I see your tweets. I see your comments, and it means the world to me that I can make you laugh. It means the world to me that you you download it. You trusted to download Jim Brewer live from Portland. You trusted to do that. You listened to it, and you didn't go, "This is garbage," and you turned it off. You 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 loved it because clearly people are telling people, and it's still being downloaded. Like crazy I'm blown out of my mind And I'm also really touched And I'm really moved And I'm healed on many levels And I'm extremely inspired So I can't thank you Enough And I'm sorry I've been away I promise you It won't be this long for the next time I have a lot more to talk to you But I want to talk your ear off So to all of you, Tina, I'm sorry. I think I was supposed to send you DVDs and stuff, and you gave me the address m- multiple times, and I still haven't sent and I'm sorry. And I know you're going through a lot out there. And Jules, God, you always lift me up. Thank you. Thank you. Please don't stop sending me those pictures and the memes and all that stuff, and I know you go through a lot. Charlie, you're such a great human being. You're such a great human being. The things you always talk to me about, inspire me, I can't. You have no clue. You have no clue. All of you. Melissa, I love hearing from you. All you guys. Jeff. Eliza. All of you, thank you. Thank you so much. It means more than you know. So have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. There's so many things I got to get into you about. So many things. So if you tweet tweet me questions or whatever or a direction you want me to go or whatever, um, but thanks for hanging with me. Thank you for hanging with me. This is my therapy and you're my doctor. Have a good one. Take care.